Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Hello, Lit Sisters. Yay, it's Friday. It is Friday. You are um, definitely way more excited this Friday, I feel like, than any other Friday. I just sound more excited. It was an intense choice. Okay. Well, I, I think I'm just, I'm just, uh, no, no, you know what? I have no excuse. I was going to be like, you know, I just think I'm just tired after a long week. I have literally no excuse. I had two classes on Monday. I had no classes on Tuesday. I had to go in for one hour on Wednesday, not even for class. And then I one of my classes got canceled Thursday morning. Then I had one two-hour class in the afternoon. So, like, I have literally no reason to complain. I have no reason to call out being tired or that I've had a long week because I haven't. I got to sleep in, like, three days in a row. And by sleep in... lucky duck. And by sleep in, I mean I still wake up at the same time, but I just get to chill in my bed for a long time. See, but that's nice because it's, like, an intentional choice and you don't feel rushed and you're just kind of chilling. Like, that's fun. That's the best feeling because it's, it's literally mm-hmm. – I still end up, like, out of my bed by, like, 10 to go run. But it's, like – it's such a, like, lovely feeling to be, like, hmm, I've woken up at 8 and I don't have to be anywhere for, like, five hours. I could do literally whatever I want. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It is the best feeling in the entire entire world. But – so I don't know why I'm not as enthusiastic. Well, I, I do know. I do have an excuse. I have been sick. You can kind of hear. Yeah, that's true. I'm a little nasally still. I'm getting better. I'm kind of out of the woods. But I have been sick. So that's been really fun to be, like, trying to fall asleep. And then, like, my nasal passages get all, like, like clogged up. And then I yeah. can't breathe. Uh-huh. Love it. We're not really there anymore. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Uh, our father was here at school with me on Sunday. And he, like, forced me to go to Walmart. And, like, buy a bunch of stuff for being sick. And he was like, and we're going to get this, and we're going to get this, and we're going to get this elderberry, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, okay, sir. Because I am a nursing major. I feel like that's pretty well known right now. But I am very hesitant to treat myself when I'm sick because I assume I can just toughen up. And our father was like, Maddie, there is nothing wrong with, like, having taking medicine. <laughs> like, yep. nothing wrong with it it does not mean you're you're not brave he says you're brave to take medicine and i was like (laughs) fine fine sir so we are so we are sorry i lost my train of thought so it's friday and that means we're talking about a new topic and well Haley, do you want to discuss what our topic is or do you have anything else left to say no, oh, I wait, can definitely, what? I, I actually forgot I was going to say something. Okay, well, we shoot. Have, we have gotten a big influx of new listeners. <gasps> Yay! Welcome, yeah. Lit Sisters. So welcome, new Lit Sisters. If you are one of the new people that has been previously listening, there's been some one or some people that have been going back and listening to old episodes, and we had a big amount of people listen to our last episode. So if you're new and you're listening Welcome. I'm Maddie. I'm Haley. You heard that in the intro, though. That's true. 
these are our real voices, not the ones that we recorded over a year ago. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Every time I hear those intro, we probably should make a new intro. Every time I hear the intro, I can always tell, well, not, I guess, in the intro, but in some of our other, like, things that we pre-recorded, you can tell I had a cold because you can hear, like, (laughs) certain moments, like, I can't actually pronounce the words correctly, and so it, like, sounds really nasally and weird, and so every time I hear it, I'm like, ugh. I sound so sick. Are you are you specifically talking about our anchor ad? Yeah. Off the ground. Yeah. But we're going to get our podcast off the ground. <laughs> and I can't even. You probably could make it sound the most like it does because you've got a That's nasal true. issue right now too. But you like hesitate. You're like, well, we were trying to get our podcast off the ground. Yeah, because I'm like. <laughs> can't <crap>. breathe. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, anyway. I think that's the ad that's playing right now. So, oh uh, yeah. If you if you want to go back and listen to that or go forward and listen to that, um, you can hear her struggle to say words. Yeah, but yes, welcome, new people. Welcome, and we're so happy, so 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 happy to have you here. Um, and if you don't know by now, we are two sisters that like to talk about book things, and it's not just books, but like literary, like. Not just like here, like today we're going to do a book review, which you probably already know that if you saw the title uh, of the episode, um, but we don't always just do book reviews. We like to talk about just like books in general or book to, and to movie adaptations, lots of different things. So if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to some of those things, we also do like our top books of each year. Um, there's a lot of really awesome subjects that we've talked about in the past. So go ahead and check those out. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite little subjects that we do is when we talk about literary scandals. Oh, yes. We've had, we've had three of those. They're always very interesting. Um, our most recent one is a little bit different from the way we normally do scandals, in which the fact that Haley and I don't think it's much of a scandal. Yeah. Um, but it is in the literary world. So if you're interested in stuff like that, definitely check it out. This is interesting. We've not had to, uh, like, talk about our previous episodes very much because we had a very normal, like, consistent amount of listeners. And now we got some new new guys. So welcome. We're welcome. so happy. Mm-hmm. So um, our topic today is Haley and I recently both read a book at the same time, except Haley finished it, like, two days before me. Whatever. So <laughs> we're, we're here to talk about... The Holdout by Graham Moore. This book, I believe, just came out. If it hasn't come out this month, I think it comes out in March. Um, but it is essentially like a crime podcast turned book, which, fun fact about me and Maddie, we love crime podcasts. It's kind of an obsession. Yeah, a little bit. It's but we an, love them, and they're it, great. And it, Yeah, it's an obsession to the point that, like, my my uh, my counselor has been like, hey, Maddie, do you think your nightmares would stop if you stopped listening to crime podcasts? <laughs> and I said, probably. Oh, my gosh. But you can't give it up. You I love can't. it too much. I, li- I literally told her. I was like, yeah, I'll probably stop once I'm done listening to Up and Vanished. Like, once I finish that one, you know, maybe I'll just stop for a little bit. But I know there's a season two of Up and Vanished. Yes. There is a so... season two. And we have our weekly crime junkie. Mm-hmm. So 
And then I'll, I'm also still seeing a counter clock because I put ah, that. I, I have not even touched that one yet. It's good. I've put that one on hold to listen to Up and Vanished more because mm-hmm. I would listen to like one episode of Up and Vanished and one episode of Counter Clock when I'm going on like a longer run or like just throughout my day. And I started to get them confused. Oh. Because like they both have like young women, but one of them, her house was burned down and she was killed and like the house was burned down. And the other one is she just w- went missing. And like, but but they both had like interesting things with neighbors. Like I kept getting confused. Like Tara and Up and Vanished would, was the one that did the light thing with her neighbors. Like she mm-hmm. turned on a light, and her so her neighbors would know that she was home. But then there was another neighbor situation with the other girl. Except it was like she had like a neighbor with like a son, and she was having an affair with like a different neighbor. Oh my! And so then I would like listen to one pot, and they're, they're they're narrated by both a man and a woman. So you would think I wouldn't get them that confused, but I'd really get them confused as I'd be listening. I'd be like, oh wait, hold on. I was like, which one has the latex glove again? It's Tara. <laughs> yeah. I was like, because they all the both both of them were obsessed about the home for a while in the same like. Now I think if I listened to it, they'd feel different enough. But like at the time, I, they were both still kind of in the investigation phase, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I don't really know which one I'm listening to anymore. Well, so. good thing that this book was not a podcast. That's you true. Probably would have got that mixed up too. That is <laughs> no. true. But, but yeah, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting. I would say though this this book is more of like court drama, kind For of sure. like where Up and Vanished is at. Sorry, everyone, if you've not ever listened to crime podcasts or if you don't even care about them yeah you're probably like oh my gosh this is annoying (laughs) but the book is essentially like a court drama so if you like stuff like that you would really like this book or if you just kind of want to try something new it's it's written really cool or if you just want to read exactly what we're reading because you love us yeah no pressure though no pressure (laughs) so the holdout is about this girl named maya who she is on a court jury um, 10 years ago and she and 11 other jurors found um, a man not guilty. Bobby Knock. Bobby Knock. By um, because, but, but the thing is, Maya actually was the only one originally who thought not guilty out of all the jurors and she ended up talking them all out of their guilty verdicts into a not guilty because it has to be unanimous. Yeah, I was going to say, if you didn't know that, I, I didn't really know that jurors had to be unanimous. I thought it was like majority vote. Mm-hmm. And so like that's the whole thing is like all of them voted guilty except her and she wasn't willing to move on her stance. Yep, which is really interesting. So then... Fast forward 10 years to the present day. She is now um, a lawyer and she um, there's like an anniversary of the story because it got like a ton of attention because what it was was this guy Bobby Knock was accused of killing um, and having an inappropriate relationship with his student um, Jessica. And she, like, went missing and, like, all this stuff. And their, her family was, like, really big in the Los Angeles area. And so it got, like, a ton of media attention. So 10 years in the future, it's the anniversary. And people are saying, 
you know, like, oh, there's like a, there's actually a crime podcast that <laughs> called Murder yeah. Town that they reference. Yeah, that's that, a real podcast. Yeah, that turns into, they're trying to make it into like a documentary and they want all the past jurors, if possible, to get together and re-talk about their conviction and if they would yeah. still choose the same or not. Because they actually had to, well, when you're on a jury, if you don't know, you cannot look up any information mm-hmm. outside of being in the court about the case. Cause so immediate because of media bias and mm-hmm. people putting out their own thoughts and theories and opinions. You have and to it go could, yep. based from the fact. Exactly. And so they actually, this isn't the right word. They were like all quarantined essentially yeah. in this hotel. Oh, it's sequestered. That's sequestered. The yep. Um, so when they are done and they actually give their verdict, they they gave a not guilty verdict and they come out and everyone in the world is like, are you kidding? Everyone thought that guy was guilty. And you guys only, you guys thought he was not guilty. So it became this huge deal. Mm-hmm. So that's why like this 10 year anniversary is such a big deal. And they want to know, like, would you guys still vote the same way? Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's what like, I'm glad you explained that because I think it is really confusing if you don't know that like people were angry with their verdict to be like, why do they care about these jurors anyway? Like, wouldn't mm-hmm. they care more about the prosecutor or the defendants or whatever? It's yeah. because everyone was angry with all the jurors, which is why mm-hmm. the story's about this, which is something that I never really think about. I don't really think about the jurors. Yeah, you kind of just, like, you mean, like, in general? Yeah, like, just in general. Yeah. I think the only time that, like, the jury mattered a lot and people probably would have been angry is, like, the O.J. Simpson case. Because yeah. every, it's kind of similar. Like, everybody thought he was guilty. Mm-hmm. And then the jury... So I think he was found guilty in a different court, though. Yeah, I think so, for something else. Yeah, like, because you can try them on different courts, like, federal court, state court, for, sim- like, and you can word it differently, so it's kind of yeah. like being tried for the same crime, but it's but not, not legally. Because that would be double jeopardy. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's why they got all back together. So anyway, they're all back together, and there is this one juror named Rick, who you find out that Maya and him had a little bit of a fling during their quarantine sequestered time at the hotel. And, um, but something happened and they ended on bad terms essentially. And he like comes up to Maya and it's like, Hey, like there's this like um, reunion happening and all this stuff. And he's like, and I've got new information that is going to prove that Bobby did kill Jessica. Mm -hmm. And, She's like, what? Like, that's crazy. And so they all gather together at the hotel, and he has not told anybody. He hasn't told, like... And he's been, like, spending the past 10 years doing this. Yeah, like, doing some research and stuff. And there's this um, moment where they're all, like, having dinner. And, you know, just to kind of clear the air, Maya and Rick want to go... They want to go, like, talk to each other because they haven't seen each other for a long time. But the thing is that happens is while they're off in her room together, they have a really good conversation, but things start to get heated. She not, leaves. not in the sexual way. No, no, no. Heated as an angry. <laughs> she <laughs> leaves because she's getting frustrated. And when she comes back after going on a walk, he's dead. Dun, dun, dun. And the thing is, no one knows what that evidence, piece of evidence was that he had. He didn't so, tell anybody. He didn't tell anybody. Not the producers of the documentary. Nothing. And so the whole rest of the book is essentially Maya trying to figure out who killed Rick 
and what this evidence is that he thinks is supposed to convict Bobby of actually killing Jessica. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty interesting premise. It really is. Yeah, it, it was. It's really good. Like when I was first reading it, and it was getting into like the court case, and then into modern in the modern time. There was like a couple like lines at the very end of the beginning chapters where I was like, "Ooh, this is good." I got mm-hmm. this. Is, this is gonna be a good book. Mm-hmm. And what happens in the book is too that it goes back and forth between um, the previous like that first trial case, um, but you get it in the different perspectives of all the jurors, which is cool. So you get like a flashback to that same time frame, but you're in the there's like a different narrative. So then you are a different juror each time. There's like a flashback, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, but then every time you're in the present, you're in Maya's perspective. Um, but yeah, it was written really interesting. Uh, I actually watched a, it's from book of the month. If you guys don't know, we get a lot of our, um, reads, especially ones that we do together from mm-hmm. book of the month. Um, and often those ones are books that aren't coming out until maybe the next month or later in the month. So we yeah. get them ahead of time before pub- publication. And they are not sponsored, but guys, for real, if you are a lover of books and it's just you can add as many books as you want, but it's essentially a book a month and you're able to they have five options each month and there's different like genres so you, it's not like all fit, like all fiction or all thriller or whatever. Yeah, and um, sometimes, sometimes it's Appalachian noir. Yes, that is for some. That is a reference to an older episode. If you are new, um, there is a book. A that, classic episode. <laughs> there is a book that the genre said Appalachian noir, and Maddie was like, "I gotta pick that <laughs> so solely because of the genre." And it was actually a really great book. Love it yeah. very much. It was pretty good. But anyway, so book of the month, if you guys want to check it out, you can message either of us at Maddie Reads A Lot or at Brooke and Binding, and we can give you a discount code to help you get um, some, get your first book uh, box for pretty cheap. But they're really inexpensive, especially for books that are hardcover and just coming out. If you, if you do like the 12 year, because they have like a 12, 12 month. year, 12 month, <laughs> they have like a, a by month or three month. Do they have a six month and then a 12 month? I think it's actually just three and 12 now. It used to be one, three and 12, but I think it's just three and 12. Oh, now. okay. Well then three and 12. Um, but if you obviously do the 12, you're going to get more of your money's worth because you can like the price as it, you know, I, what I'm trying yeah, to say. As, more, as, as you pay for more months, the price per month goes down. Yeah. So, so I like, so this yeah. book was like, if you would have bought it off the shelf, it's probably like, you know, $20, $25 hardcover. Ooh, I can tell you exactly because it still says it on the inside. <gasps> what it does it would, say? It would be 28 bucks. Wow. And guess what? We got it for through Book of the Month, everybody. 12. 12. That is that crazy. Is That's over more 50% than 50% off. off. Oh my gosh, we're twins, literally. And free shipping. Yeah, and we're literally so, not, this is not an ad. Like, they're not giving us any money to say this. No, we're literally we just love giving it. them money all the time yeah. because we love their service. <laughs> no, it's awesome. And they have credit. So if you do the 12th month, you have 
the technically 12 quote unquote credits or books. And you don't have to pick a book each month. You can skip a month or you can use more than one credit and get two books or three books a month if there's more that look interesting to you. So yeah, literally with credits wisely. We did that literally (laughs) with February because January, for some reason, book of the month just doesn't bring out really good books in January. I got a book in January. Okay. didn't. I didn't for the past two Januaries. So I skipped January. And then when February came around, Haley had an extra book credit for recommending a friend to, into book of the month. And then I had an extra book credit from uh, skipping in January. So in February, we literally got four out of five books. Yeah, they were pretty offering. cool. So anyway, back to the book. Yeah, back to the actual book. So, so in, what I kept, are we just going to go straight into what we thought about it? Yeah, why not? Well, let's give maybe our rating and then let's go. Okay. Okay. Uh, we both agreed on the rating. Right? I don't think you changed your rating. No, no, no. Yeah. So we both gave it four stars. Four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Sorry. Not four out of ten. <laughs> to clarify, we go by five stars. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was, for me, when I do four stars, it's it's a it's a good book. I'd probably recommend it to people, but it doesn't, like, blow me out of the water. Mm-hmm. Like, there are maybe... Like, I'll give it four stars if I think it's good and it does a good job, but, but I might be, I might have some critiques of it. And I'll, and I'll say those critiques as well. Yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat. I feel like it was a really good book, um, but there were parts of it where, yeah, I, I, I say in, um, in my Brook and Binding blog post for this book, my review, I will be saying that it didn't leave me with like a satisfactory feeling, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like after when you're like are done with a book, you sit there and you're like, oh, that was awesome. Like it didn't really leave me with that feeling of like everything like it ch- like checked everything off my list. But it really did a great job. And I thought that just with a few little tweaks, it could have been a five star. You know what I thought it was kind of trying to do? What? It felt like it was kind of trying to do an Anthony Horowitz level twist or you an think Agatha so? Christie level twist. You think so? Well, because in the book, it, they keep mentioning Agatha Christie, Agatha Christie all the time. And I'm like, are you trying to be Agatha Christie? Because, <laughs> like, that's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I just think that the way that the ending was written, like the way there's like a big final twist, which Haley and I both weren't a fan of. Um, but the way that that big final ending twist was kind of explained made it gave me vibes of like, 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 a, like the word is murder or something like that. Where mm. it's like, it's you, you literally believe it's one thing and it makes sense. And like, you don't, you don't see any holes with that. And then all of a sudden, JK, that's not true. It's this. Mm-hmm. It, that's a little different than Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie, I think for sure the twist like, she already knows like, what the twist is the like, whole time. Yeah. And, and then you're like, gonna, she's not going to change it. She doesn't, no, she doesn't she's do like, it. like, here it all is. Bum, bum, bum. And it's Where this so was good. Like, yeah. Here it's so good. It doesn't it. need a second twist. Yeah, yeah. 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 I actually just watched a movie last night called Night, uh, Knives Out. Oh, Which yes. is like a murder mystery thing. And um, it was very Agatha Christie-y. It Ooh, was kind I need of, to see it then. It was good, but. I also was like, you know, I think I've read too many thrillery murder mystery books because the twist wasn't that surprising. Oh. And, it, it, and, and yeah, I'm not going to say more about it, but I was kind of like, 
I mean, there were parts of it that I was not expecting, but it also wasn't like, that was crazy. Like, I really think Anthony Horowitz is coming up as a, like, he's a very big up and coming author for Twists. Also, Riley Sager, like, I really feel like him. Also, he has quite some good twists as well Mm -hmm. with, um, in regard to, like, even saving, like, I explained it last night of, like, twisting the knife like one more time at the very end like you don't expect it but Mm -hmm. it's like well and this book had a twist like that at the very very end like you said but like Mm -hmm. it didn't give me that oh that was awesome feeling it was like oh yeah i think that undermines like everything yeah oh excuse you oh baby sick oh a little bit runny nose oh buddy um see what i think is like i think a really good book takes a twist and it stabs you Yes. And then that final twist of the knife is like there's something a little bit more but it like it it incorporates it into the existing twist exactly. and it makes it's everything... not like a brand new twist. Yeah, and so I think what happened with this is he tried to twist the knife but the knife just fell out. See, that's good. I love what you're saying about it just it it's like still a part of the same twist. It just explains a little bit more or just kind of like it's in that same thread and mindset instead of like something out of like left field came in and, and this yeah. is actually what happened and, and you're I like, think um, I think what happened came out of left field like it really yeah. did like it just it I didn't think it added to the story yeah I it don't ha- think so either it happened with a and like there are some twists that don't need to be explained like mm-hmm. um there has been a Paula Hawkins book and a Riley Sager book where the twist is literally either the very last word or like the very last page Yes. And it is, it's a riveting twist to the point that, like, I don't need any explanation. Like, with one word, I know what, I know what happened. Yeah. And it, and it it makes the story complete. It's like we were missing a hole and that, like, nails it in and that, that's how everything starts to make sense. But this one, everything made sense as it was. It did. And then he just went to, like, mess with it. Yeah. And then he, like, he, it's like he pulled something out of nowhere, slapped it on and was like, this is what it is. And it's like, it's like if you're... It's like if someone's like, here, this is, I don't know. I was going to say something stupid. Like, you're looking at an art gallery and you're reading. You know how, like, those little, like, captions of the art gallery stuff don't necessarily mm-hmm. always correspond very closely to the painting? Yeah. And it's like you're reading about this painting and it's right in front of you. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That makes sense. And then you realize that it's actually talking about the painting next to you. And then it doesn't make sense anymore. And you're like, oh, I thought. And that's not a very good analogy, but that's definitely what I felt No, like I get though. it for sure. I definitely get it. Like, oh, this doesn't make sense to me very much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing that made me feel like, oh, bummer. Because I felt like it was on track to get a five-star. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And I know you were a little bit more on the three-star end. I, however, I, I was, yeah. However, I really think, like, what we're saying here of that the twist at the very end didn't actually make sense threw me off. Like, yeah, there's just this part of it where – it feels nice. Like you start to get that satisfactory feeling of like it all, excuse you. It all makes sense. It's all working out. And then what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, wow. Like that, like if, if what had happened had stuck with it, I would have been like, wow. Like that was really good because it's something that you were hoping wasn't going to be true, but it was true. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of just left with this. Okay. 
okay, interesting. Interesting. Sometimes as humans, we're, we're wrong or we're in, like, or we miss things. Yep. And then at the very end, it was just like, JK. And you're like, then what the crap was everything else for? So a part of me feels like we should actually say what the twist is. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we can do like a little spoiler section, I guess. But okay, lit sisters, if you want to hear a spoiler, raise your hand. Just kidding. <laughs> that doesn't really work. <laughs> that doesn't work in this situation. I don't know. Maybe we don't have to. I I would say maybe because this isn't this is such a new book. Okay. I mean, we've done spoiler sections in the past for books when we review them. Uh, maybe we should do a spoiler section. You know what? Let's just do it. All right. Let's just do it. So, we're going to do an ad, and after the ad, a little spoiler section. We'll try not to make it super long. Nope. All right, well, we'll come right back with you at this spoiler section. So, as most of you know by now, I have a book blog, brookandbinding.wordpress.com. And if you haven't checked it out yet, please go check it out. You're a loser. I'm kidding. You're not a loser, but you really should check it out. Definitely check it out. All of the books that we talk about, well, almost all of them, each month I have posted on and a review and all of like a synopsis, all the different things, how I feel about the book, what I rated it out of five. It's, I think it's, I think it's pretty, pretty good. What it do you is think? pretty good. But if you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much reading and you want a little short and sweet, just like a five star, four star, three star, whatever rating you can go to at Maddie reads a lot on Instagram. That is my bookstagram. So check out either of our bookstagrams or blog at Brook and Binding or at Maddie reads a lot for more love of books. Okay. We're back. It's time, it's time to get a little spoilery. Okay. Well, first off, before we get all spoilery, I just want to say the reason I was on the fence is because the book progresses, but it feels like I was um, standing still when I'm reading the book. And that's because you go back and you read mm, you did the same that. stuff over and over with the jurors, but it feels like. Like, I remember, like, being, like, halfway through the book, and I'm, like, I feel like I'm just, like, still getting to know who these people are. Like, even Maya, like, I'm, like, I feel like I don't know who she is. Like, I feel like she's seeking after all this stuff, yet it feels like nothing's happened. See, I get that. And I feel like there's, like, glimpses of, like, each of the jurors, their history, and, like, even Maya in particular. Like, you kind of get glimpses of who she is and where she's come from and, all that stuff, which is good. You get more background information about Maya because she's the main narrator. But I get what you're saying where it's like you feel like you're kind of jumping back. It's kind of like Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Yeah. Oh, I love that book so much. See, that book is really – okay. That book is really interesting because the time frames are all over the place. And so mm-hmm. it can kind of be like – it can kind of throw you off. But I, I didn't mind the flashbacks with the holdout once I understood what was happening. Like, every time we went back, because there are dates. So, like, at the top it says, like, October 20, like, 2009. Yeah. Like, okay, so I know that. And this is, like, during the actual trial, the, the original trial. And then when it skips to, like, the next chapter, it usually it goes to Maya. 
And that's like, okay, this is 2019. This is what, you know, yeah. the current I, time. I just wish when it, cause it would go back and you got to be in pretty much every single juror's mind. But like, sometimes it'd be like for two pages in one juror's mind. And then you didn't hear from them again. And I was like, what was the purpose of that? There was honestly no purpose except for to get just, to know the juror just to get to know that one juror who then but, never made another appearance except for just by name but that's the thing though I actually made a note of this in my head because at the very beginning when she first goes to the hotel and she's like oh and and Cal and Jay are over here and and you know like mm-hmm. Lila and whatever Trisha or whatever. yeah Trisha yeah. are here it's like at first I was like yeah I don't care about these names it's not like I'm ever gonna see these and again like I'm not gonna remember that this person is blah 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 but because he did the jumping back throughout the rest of the book at the end of the book when she's referencing all the different jurors again I was like oh I actually know who these people are now so I feel like in a way he was trying to keep the modern like crime and whatnot the present day trying to move forward but also trying to give you glimpses at to as to like who these jurors are and like kind of more about them so that when they come back up they're not just a random name again. Like, you actually can associate them with something. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I still just didn't find any purpose in in some of the chapters. Because I honestly, I do remember there was a chapter with, I think she it was a girl. And she literally had, like, two full pages of, from her chapter. And I don't, I can't even tell you what happened in it. Yeah. Like, it didn't, it didn't add anything. Like, it was, pro- it was something that you could have gotten like, information from the previous time that you could have gotten from another character that we'd already met. Yeah. And See, that it, is... Yeah, yeah I, I think that's interesting because I think he probably fell into this trap of, oh, man, I've gone back in time for this specific juror. Oh, crap, now I have to do this for every juror. And so yeah. there's probably more that he wanted to talk about with certain people than others, but felt this obligation to, to, to talk to, about all of them. Yeah, which I think was probably a little bit of a... He probably, as the writer, he probably had, he has, he has full reason to not want to talk in, in every juror's mindset, mm-hmm. but I think he probably felt like he needed to. So that was one thing that, and then the fact it just felt like, not even just that, but I, even in like the modern time when Maya was like investigating Rick's death, I was just like, hmm, this feels like I did this, this feels like the story started, but also didn't. Yeah, and I even, like, after I finished the book, like, the same day I sat there and I was like, wait, what was the big thing that Rick, like, what was actually, like, I feel like things weren't fully explained or laid out very plainly. It felt Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, I don't know, like, so, okay, so let's, so this is a spoiler section, so let's say, so, like, I think the, the, if I can remember correctly, the thing about Rick the thing, but I don't know what it was that he thought it was guilty. I think the thing that killed him was because he found out about Lila and Bobby having a relationship. So one yeah, of the so, jurors had mm-hmm. a relationship post the jury, obviously, with Which Bobby. I feel like is not a big deal. No, it's not that big of a deal. But she, like, had a kid with him, and but he, like, was on the run and whatnot. Because everyone kept thinking he was a killer. Yeah, everyone thought he was a bad guy. So anyway, so one of the jurors, that's like a big deal. And she actually ends up, she's the one who kills Rick. But it's completely accidental. She like shoves him away in Uh self-defense and he falls in. Which is interesting because that is the 
angle that Maya's lawyer wants to use. So Against like, he actually, yeah, so he was, he was correct. But like, what was the piece of evidence that he thought is it, was it the locket? No, the piece of evidence is the kid. Like he, it wasn't how that... Was that supposed to prove that he was guilty of Jessica's murder. It, that doesn't prove anything. It wasn't. It was. the Because in the beginning, she talks about, Maya talks about how he's been investigating the jurors. And what the information that he had about Bobby Knox wasn't really to prove that he was guilty anyway. Well, it but was, that's what he said it was. He said, he, like, he I was have lying. evidence to prove. He was you lying, think? though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure no, he figured cause... out he was lying because she realized that the only information he had was this. And that, um, and I think it was because like because Lila wanted to keep it secretive that she assumed and she still fully believed that he was a killer like Lila did like in her heart a little bit and so I think by him bringing up hey Bobby Knock had a baby with this girl who she is afraid to tell people that's his father why would she be afraid to tell kind of that sort of thing so just see I I don't know it's confusing yeah so that's like a part where I'm like I feel like he didn't fully lay everything out and you're like, oh, it was yeah. like, wait, what? Like was... little bits of like, okay, is that actually what you like? Okay, I understand that that's an element, but is that like the main element or is that yeah. like a side thing? So that's kind of confusing. I remember that was the main thing because they were like, they were freaking out. She was freaking out over the fact that this was all he had. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Yeah, she was like angry about it. But also I, I, the pin in his hand. Yeah, it made no sense. Yeah, I know. Because so that, when when Rick was killed, he was holding a pin that was a hope pin from the Obama like campaign. And that was something that both Maya and Rick had bonded over when they first met each other. And so the the pin almost made it look like Maya did it. But yeah, it, or was, it was never... like a it was like a little tag, like a person that like like, you know, like a serial killer, I guess, where they, like, leave their little signature here and there. Like, it felt like a little signature. Yeah, but then, no, it was never explained what that was. Like, how it got there, what it meant, mm-hmm. why he was holding it when he died. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody ever explained that. And also, I kept having to remind myself that a man wrote this. Yeah. Because for so long, I was like, oh, this a woman wrote this. And then I had, to, then I like looked and I was like, I wonder if she, like, I wonder, like, because there was a lot of stuff about race. And I was like, I wonder if she's black. And yeah. it's a white man. Yeah, that's funny. And I was I like. I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh, a dude wrote this in, in a woman's perspective. And then I started reading it again. And I was like, ah, yes, a dude did write this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are definitely parts where I was like, okay, do we need to touch on this right now? But we are. Okay, yeah. Sure. Also, there's like in Maya's background, like ten in her the previous ten years, mm-hmm. bef- like it mentions that she has like a boyfriend who then plays zero part except for she feels guilty about cheating on him. With yeah. Rick. Other than that, he's never mentioned again. Yeah. Well, except that he like moved on and has a family somewhere. Has else a family, like but that. it's like then why? If if it's not going to teach anything about Maya's morals. Because mm-hmm. she literally, because then by cheating on him, she literally doesn't have any. If it's not trying to teach anything about her morals, then why does she have a relationship she cheats on anyway? I don't know. But I would say let's, let's because we're in the spoiler section, let's talk about the very last twist of the knife that yes. fell out. I will uh-huh. say, I, I did, I did have, like, a, like with this, I did have a lot of criticisms, but I still thought it was a good overall book that kept me wanting to read it. 
Yes, and that I is agree. really important. I we have just agree. become very critical. Especially of books. of books like this that, like, we've read so many. Well, we haven't done a lot of crime. Like, um, I mean, excuse me, like, court drama stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think we read so many books where we're expecting twists and, like, things to fall into place pretty well. That mm-hmm. when they don't, they, like, stand out to us more than maybe the average person who yeah. hasn't read that many of them before. Yeah. Or are so, less critical. Yeah. <laughs> It just could be that they're less critical than us. Okay, so getting into the ending. Well, first, let's talk about what the big initial twist was that I preferred. Why don't you go for it then? Okay. Well, the big initial twist is that Bobby Knock, the guy who was suspected of having, um, uh, of killing Jessica, which also, let me just say, sorry, backtracking a little bit. I wish that there was more discussion about the initial murder case. Mm. There wasn't enough information, in my opinion. Like, they would just, like, run through the same old stuff. And I was like, I wish we had more info. Mm. But that's just my crime, my true crime person. Anyway, um, so the big thing was that uh, Bobby Knock is found dead in a motel from an apparent suicide. Oh, yes. With a suicide note that says, did you even remember this book? Yeah, of course, but I wasn't sure what big twist you were talking about. Okay, whatever. But with it, a suicide note that says, I'm so sorry, and he is, and, and there's also a silver lo- heart locket, like a heart, right? Maybe yeah, a heart, heart locket. Yeah, well, I silver, pictured it as a heart. Me too. <gasps> um, a silver heart locket um, in the room with him, I think next to the note, which is exactly what Jessica was wearing the day that she gets murdered. Or So it makes yeah. you think 100% he did it. Holy crap. Also, side note, there was never a body. So I'm sorry I said murder, but like mm-hmm. when she goes missing, mm-hmm. you think, oh my gosh, he actually did it. Because at one point, Maya talks to him and he says, I never, we never sent any of those inappropriate messages to each other. She took my phone one day because he was trying to care for her because she was being abused by her parents. Yeah. And so he says like, He's like, I was trying to care for her and show her, like, he's like, maybe I did cross the line. He's like, but I thought I was doing what was right at the time. But one day she took my phone and sent all those inappropriate texts back and forth. He's like, I didn't do that. And so Maya, like, believes him. Also, can you move your microphone? Oh, oh, yeah. I thought I had, I thought I had it. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It was just making, like, a thumping noise. Yeah, sorry. Okay, go ahead. So, sorry, lit sisters. Um, <laughs> uh, but... So, so Maya believes him. She's like, oh my gosh, I know you're not guilty. But then when he kills himself and the note says, I'm so sorry, she's like, holy <gasps> crap. He did do it. He lied she, to my face. And she's like, he lied to me. He really did do it. And I loved that twist so much. I was like, oh my gosh, but that then. is so good. But then the very end, Maya Psych. goes to, so Jessica Silver's dad, Lou, is like really big, rich man in L.A. And she, like, goes to his office to talk to him. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like, you were right all along. He did kill her. You did. He did kill her. I'm sorry. Um, and, and she was like, and she's like, and there was, yeah, there's a whole other part with, like, the Rick thing where they all lied to cover up from Lila. But yeah. she was like, she's like, at least we both know he didn't kill Rick. We were both right about that. Um, or, like, oh, no, no. We, we, uh, we were both right about the fact that. I didn't kill Rick or whatever. Yeah. Um, and because um, he thought Bobby Knock had done it. And but she was anyway, that's a whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like those are little details you can find little, out later. Little details that don't really matter. But then she I don't know how this happens, but suddenly Lou's not there anymore. 
I don't remember. He like got called down. Yeah. And to like, yes, yeah, yeah. So she else. like waits there, and then the door opens, and instead of Lou, it's his wife Elaine, who is Jessica's mom. And and then she had noticed on his desk there was pictures of their family, and Jessica and Elaine both had silver heart lockets. <gasps> so there and were two lockets. There were two lockets, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, did Lou like plant this? Did he like go and get Bobby not killed and like plant this? Then why didn't he do it like earlier? Like why didn't he?" try and frame him earlier mm-hmm. and then she was like oh my gosh Lou probably killed his daughter is like freaking out and then she finds out it was the mom all along it was the mom all along the mom Lou firmly believed that Bobby Knock had killed his daughter all along and so the reason that he he didn't plant the evidence before is because he really thought justice was going to be served and so then 10 years later when he thought Bobby Knock had killed again then that's when he served justice and had him killed and placed his wife's yeah, so- locket there yeah, he actually did have him killed. Like, he, did, he, he it was not a suicide. Mm-hmm. He killed him. Yeah, and he had him write the note that says, I'm so sorry. Yep. So, that, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. But then, literally, like, the one, like, the second to last page, or even the last page or something, like, just because mom, like, looks to Maya and she's like, oh, you haven't figured it out, have you? Hmm. Jessica's not dead. Well, because they made such a big, like, like went to deal of it in the court. Well, no, no. They made a huge deal in the court of, like, it's not a murder. It's a disappearance. Her body's not been found. But, like, everyone's like, okay, come on. Seriously, like, Like she's she's for sure dead. But apparently she's not because the mom's like, she's off in a farm and has got married and has a baby and has a kid and, like, all this stuff. And, like. Me and her had hacked up a plan because she was, you know, like my husband was really mean to her and she wanted to get out and I wanted to help my daughter. And so we like hacked up this plan, but we never thought that it was going to go to trial. And we never thought all these things were good. She's like, I thought it would just blow, you know, like the missing person's case that just blew over. Yeah. Because she didn't know about the relationship. It wasn't Uh a romantic one, but she didn't know about that. She had been spending time with the teacher. Yeah. So what she thought was like a little minor missing person case ended up becoming this huge murder case and blew out of proportion. But then like the end, the end is so weird. Like the last page, it's like Maya's just sitting there like contemplating and like looks out into the LA horizon or whatever. And like, that's the end. And she just accepts it. She's just yeah, like, she's okay. Like, okay. Cause the mom's like, don't try looking for her. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can never find her or like, like just, just drop it now like I was everything like, is fine i was gonna like is there gonna be like a sequel like is she gonna <laughs> go try and find her and then she's just like okay like it's, it's just weird it was weird and also if your husband is abusing your daughter don't make your daughter go missing yeah do something Re- about the husband report your husband yeah like that was that, not the right answer like <laughs> like that like literally no like that is the absolute opposite thing I would have done. Like if my, hopefully not, if my husband was hurting my child, my first thought wouldn't be, okay, I'm going to go send my child off on her own. When she's 15. Yeah. To like go make a better life for herself. Mm-hmm. Heck to the freaking no. I'd be like, I, I'd be like, husband, stop it. I'd report mm-hmm. him. I'd figure something out. So, or I'd go be with my daughter. Yeah. Like I'd escape too. Mm-hmm. It was dumb. I was angry about that. I would yeah. have been better if Bobby Knock had just killed her and that would have been. Like- I know. When you, yeah. We, like, so I was just explaining all that. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, we felt like it was kind of being tied up and it made sense. And then this last part was like, whoa. 
Don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. I disliked it. I just so like are you sure it's not a four or are you sure it's not a three star? It's definitely a four star because of the way I enjoyed reading it. But and like I definitely would recommend it to people. I think I'm not putting it because my four means I recommend it to people and I would. But I think because like you said, we've read books like these all the time. It's hard not to get critical. Yeah. All right. Spoiler section done. Question mark. Or yes. do you want to say done. more things? done spoiler section done so it's still a four star i would still recommend it to people yeah i yeah it's it's good it is good i feel that same way with the silent patient it was really good thought it had five star potential ended up giving it four star i think i did maybe three i think i did four star and same thing of like interesting twist at the end but not the, the way I didn't wanted leave me. It to be. Yeah, it didn't leave me fully satisfied. Like it was like, oh, that's really cool, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, mm. so anyway, welcome back. If you skip the spoilers, yeah. If you've listened to the whole thing, hey there, we're still here. Yeah, we're chilling. But let's talk about what we're reading now, because I, I know you guys have put up a lot with us already discussing this book for this episode. So, Maddie, what are you currently reading since we're not reading The Holdout anymore? Well, Haley, I am oh baby. <laughs> what is he doing? Uh, he's just excited. <laughs> oh, okay. He just really wants to hear what I'm reading. Also, if you're a new listener, I have a baby, Haley, me, has a baby. And so he's like our extra co-host so he sometimes likes to chime in um but yeah so just fyi so the baby that's what we call him we don't call him by his name third co-host yes so I'm, I'm glad you guys get to enjoy him yes he is the best well i'm biased <laughs> um i think he's also the best so and i have two other future nephews so, well, but yes, so, um, I'm currently reading, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Ooh. A classic. classic. I'm reading it for the ninth time. It's been many, many years of reading this book, but nine, nine, nine times. Actually, I've read the first three books. This will be my 10th time, but yeah. the ninth time reading through the series entirely. Mm-hmm. Is that the only thing you're reading right now? Are you waiting for us to start our next book next week together? Um, yes. And then also, um, so I'm waiting until March begins to start my YA books for, so I have two right now that I have with me that I'm going to read, actually both given to me by my fiance for Christmas and birthday. Mm. Um, but I'm going to pick up some books at your house this weekend. Perfect. To add to my YA collection so I can start reading those when March begins on Sunday. That's exciting. Uh, what are you reading right now, sis? I am just finishing up, hopefully today, Beth O'Leary's The Flat Share. And let me tell you, I love this book. <laughs> she has a book coming out this year. This book came out, I think, the end of last year or the middle of last year. And um, this she has a book coming out in 2020. And I am so excited because it says on the cover, like, the new Jojo Moyes. And let me tell you, I totally get that. Like, I do like Jojo Moyes. I've read quite a few of her books. But I feel like recently she's not been 
And just not been feeling her, honestly. Giver of stars, that's why. Right. Well, we've not even read it, so we're not going to judge it, except well, we already have. I, we've already judged it a bunch. That's one of our literary yeah. scandals. So. Yes, go check that episode out. Give it but, a read. Yes. Or listen, sorry. Don't, <laughs> Don't read, read the book. Don't do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've really, really been enjoying it. Pretty, like, standard. Well, not really. A chick lit episode, um, episode, a book where... Um, these two people share a flat, which is an apartment, if you don't know. It's British. Um, it's British. And, like, the guy is night shift and the girl works during the day. So, like, he is there during the day sleeping and using it. And then she's there at night when she's done at work. And they was, never really cross paths. Was that your dog in the background? No, that was my baby. Well, what is he saying? He went, ah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's just chilling. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was so, really concerned for a moment. Sound like a ghost? <laughs> no, not, not a ghost. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, this is not Moaning Myrtle. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so it's really good. They don't ever really meet. They just use notes to talk back and forth until they actually do meet. It's pretty fun. I really, really like it, and the writing is hilarious. So. I'm really enjoying the flat share by Beth O'Leary, and then we're going to be diving into a book together again. Oh, well, two, two or three, I think, in a row we're going to be doing. Which, which two or three in a row? What are you talking I'm about? I'm thinking You Are Not Alone by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekkanen, and I'm also thinking The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least those will both be happening this month, this upcoming month. That's true as well. Well, I'm very excited about those now that you've mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be really fun and exciting. And I'm really excited to read. I haven't read a Greer Hendricks since The Wife the, Between the Us. The Wife Between Us, which was like two Christmases ago. Are you going to want to try to read their second book, An Anonymous Girl, before you are not alone? Does it matter? No. Then probably not. Okay. That's good But to know. I might pick it up from you. All right, that sounds good. Come to my personal library where we check things out and make sure they come back looking exactly the same. I will because I like being over there, so. Good. It's like my favorite place to be. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, well, let's listeners, it's been a journey today. It really has been. A journey of, of self-discovery. Not really. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy the extra day in February tomorrow. It is literally like my favorite day, and I don't even know why. I just think it's so fun because it only happens every four years, and that's pretty cool. Um, so enjoy your February 29th, everybody. And, <laughs> you know, and have a good weekend and a good week. And we'll be at your ears next Friday. And who knows what we'll talk about. We'll see. Who knows. And just knows? for the new listeners, we do try to post an episode every Friday. But if we are going to be going a bit of time without or if they're not going to be a new one, we will let you know the week before. But mm-hmm. until we say something, yeah. be on the lookout for every Friday a new episode. Yeah. Only time we've ever had a, to, a, to not publish an episode without warning ahead of time was when Haley had her baby. So... Yeah. That's not going to happen again anytime soon. No. So we'll it will begin. definitely not. <laughs> Haley will ensure it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. So 
I'm waiting until January starts to start reading the YA book. For you my mean YA. March? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you're done for the year? Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you got your fill already in two months' time. 